and you are now listening to Nomadic Botanica, a sacred space for indigenous religion and spirituality practitioners and followers within the African diaspora. Feel free to continue the discussion on our Instagram page at Nomadic Botanica and check out our store slash website at nomadicbotanica.com. Welcome. celebration of the emancipation of enslaved people in the U.S. after the Emancipation Proclamation. And at first I did not know that. I was thinking it was a different celebration and now that I know what it is, it's even more powerful. Wow. So I guess today the thing I could think of is that Juneteenth is very um, Black American when it comes to like, you know, like in the diaspora we have different celebrations. We have Haitian Flag Day and the Haitian Independence. We have Juneteenth. We have the Nigerian Independence, Ghanaian Independence, everybody else's independence, you know. Um, they're usually like big celebrations or whatever. So Juneteenth is obviously not a collective celebration for the diaspora. It's particularly um, Black American. And I would like to call attention to our great black American ancestors because they are still part of the collective African diaspora ancestor, like, um, ancestor tree. (laughs) Piggy, it's so big. (laughs) But it is, like, for instance, in, like, my life has an African, like, um, a child of African immigrants it is really special because it wasn't until the civil rights and black people fighting for equality and the equal rights um, act that Africans were able to come into America and it is great because now that we are in exile it's open I mean I think Donald Trump banned Nigeria not too long ago I wonder if it's still banned but (laughs) prior to this guy doing the most um (laughs) they're like i've always i mean i guess it wasn't their fault in a way because we don't even know our own history as africans but i don't think it was ever brought to like our parents generation that they're here because of the work that african-american like black americans have done in the united states fighting for equality fighting to be seen so I think that's really interesting and I always pray to my collective ancestors. It's interesting, it's positive, it's like awesome that I'm able to escape a country in exile because of the work that was done by my black American ancestors. And also like active black Americans today. Like I also would like to point out when I was like figuring out like politically what was going on in my head, <laughs> I like feminism was weird to me. Like I didn't really enjoy the concept. And then socialism also seemed pretty extreme, but it wasn't until like I got to college and started reading books written by 
black American women, black American men, and like their perspective and women's theory and black socialism, I was like, oh, oh, and that was when like the quote unquote awakened experience, because I'm tired of that W word. So the awoke <laughs> awakening really happened. And I'm always grateful for black academics and just black people in general, because they built this whole entire country. So all the benefits we enjoy has in like exiling from our country because we don't have water, we don't have electricity, we don't have that. That was all black people. And then um, coming in from, like coming into the US and not understanding global politics and just US politics, that was also black people. Like, so I am grateful that our ancestors were emancipated and we need to continue to fight for our emancipation we need to continue to fight for our freedom um, to make them proud and because we are better off than them like I'll never forget there was this one class I was taking <laughs> in college and he, like, at first, I think it's just, like, a generational, like, difference. But, like, the professor, he was black American. And he wanted us to do this, like, day in the life of a slave. Something, something like that. Like, what slavery looked like. And for, like, a showcase thing we were doing for the university. The university is predominantly white on top of that. So we were just looking at this man, like, heavens no. That is so disrespectful. Like, you think us millennials know what it's like to be a slave? Like, we could never enact the gruesome horror that our ancestors fought to get out to. Yes, times are still very difficult now, I'm not gonna lie, because it's like, you know it could be better and it's worse, it just makes it even more worse. It's like, really, are we even changing? Or is it just masking up and looking like something else? But no, actually, like, it has changed. <laughs> And we must continue to fight. We must not feel complacent by the change at all. And we must acknowledge that we are still better off in order to fight and continue to get to the full equality that we deserve as just simply being humans. So, yeah, we had to tell him, oh, heavens no. He really tried to get upset with us, too. We're like, oh, no. <laughs> we are not doing that. That is just disrespectful. Y'all need to stop doing that. Y'all want a lot of slave movies, a lot of this, and it's like, keep showing it, but all these movies and these documentaries are not pushing anybody towards reparations. So what's the use of re-traumatizing people? Like, if you're gonna show these movies, it should be like, oh, wow, so that's what really happened? Oh, okay, then they should definitely be paid reparations. If, if it's, ugh. Instead, it's, oh, here's an award. <laughs> But still no reparations, no equality, no end of police brutality in a police state. None of that comes to an end. It's watch the movie for entertaining. It's like entertaining for them and re-traumatizing for the rest of us. Like, okay, we get it. <laughs> like, if you're not going to fix it, stop. Like, it's the same thing with these present day, the videos of these men dying and people dying. It's like, stop doing that you're just re-traumatizing people because you don't care to change anything anyway so you don't need to put this video on national television i feel like the video it's important to record it and put it online so people can 
talk about it so we could all be like oh okay like something happened we should call this we should say this we should advocate for people to get arrested for people to be held accountable we should let people know that this is still happening but i don't think that process involves resharing that video every single where including national television like stop a message for juneteenth today it's like stop re-traumatizing our people and stop traumatizing re-traumatizing ourselves like I am not desensitized to any of that stuff I hate it <laughs> I hate it I hate attacks on black men I hate attacks on black women I hate attacks on black children I hate attacks on people I don't even like watching action movies all that much like sometimes I watch the Avengers because they're killing robots and stuff so that's a little different but other than that I can't like I don't like that that's not okay I would never want that to happen to me or somebody I love so it's just like why would it be entertaining I don't know what's entertaining about this this is not entertaining this is an odd way of programming that I'm just not okay with like, people are so violent Jeez. but anyway aside from all of that politics <laughs> Juneteenth is a celebration of freedom and also a reminder to continue to fight for freedom. We have a lot of dismantling to do both in and outside our communities. And I pray that as we continue to dismantle, we continue, to, we also replace what we've dismantled with human rights for all people. No, for all people, human rights. Because some people be like selective. <laughs> human rights for all people setting up situations and economic changes that benefit all people because we are so developed modernized and globalized enough to live a pretty good life like capitalism keeps telling us that there's not enough resources i don't think so i really do not think so. some people have too much and so how are you gonna say there's not enough resources. My problem is that my brain just be like, feel, 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 feel. I need to meditate more. That's gonna be my new. But remember to be free. Remember to live. And if you find, even if a little bit of freedom helps somebody else, because everybody's story is different. Some people really aren't free. Like. They are experiencing things that we just can't even fathom because they won't let us know. Like, this whole corona thing came through. And I just wonder how much it hurt people. The ICE detention centers are just... It's just, like, I can't even believe this. Why is this okay? Like, what has to happen to you to treat people that way? That's what I want to know. So, remember to fight for your freedom and fight for others because there's a lot of people that need our help and the only way we can help them is by helping ourselves. Happy Juneteenth. You can hear the waters. I came by the waters today because they were having a Juneteenth rally up there and that was really nice and they painted the whole thing Black Lives Matter and then I came right by the water because have traveled on. This is the Atlantic here in New York where I'm located. This is the Atlantic Ocean. So it's very calm 
forget to check out our store, rheumaticbotanica.com, where I personally, as a herbalist, I make medicines, um, a lot of different herbal tinctures. I also make 